Welcome to the Being a Teenager Sucks podcast with twin sisters Jillian Rose and Megan Elizabeth. We will share our different points of view on being high schoolers and discuss pop culture and our latest obsessions. We will also talk about the ups and downs of being a teenager because honestly, it sucks. What's up? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Being a Teenager Sex Podcast with your host, Jillian. And it's Megan. Woohoo! Okay, so, y'all. Just... I'm very excited. Because next episode, I'm very excited about the next episode. But, but we are also episode... excited about this episode that you clicked on right now. But the next episode is going to be really good, and you have to watch, you have to stay on to the next one, especially if you enjoyed our um our music our olivia episodes, rodrigo disney channel and podcast. our taylor swift podcast or any of our podcasts keep yes. listening so you have Tune to say because we are doing grammys next week we're going to be reviewing the grammys talking about performances talking about our award opinions about people and there's a lot of music good music this taylor year. will be performing so just very excited about everything. A lot of big names going to be in that one. BTS. So please stay tuned for that episode. But today we are doing WandaVision. 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 It was Agatha, it was Agatha all, all along. Donna, Donna, who's been messing okay. up everything. Yep, yep. Cool, cool, cool. So, um... As y'all might, as you guys might know, WandaVision came out in February and it was a big hit. Oh yeah. I feel like a lot- It was the biggest show in the world. I feel like a lot of people have definitely heard about it and it was definitely a big pull for Disney Plus. Let's talk about that for a moment. So Disney Plus is about a year old at this point, right? And they're, uh, they're trying to compete with Netflix and as of right now, they're doing pretty good. But they need a few more original shows to really pull people in. And one of the big things that pulled people into buying the Disney Plus was that they bought Marvel. So now they have the license to do all sorts of Marvel, like original shows on Disney Plus. A really good one if you guys enjoy Marvel, if you liked WandaVision, if you if you like any of the superhero things. Agent Carter on Disney Plus is really good. I've not seen it. Well, it is super good, and if you enjoyed WandaVision, maybe get a, give it a try. Um, but we are today we are talking about WandaVision. So it came out in February, starring Elizabeth Olsen. And what's the guy's name? I can't remember. It's Bet Paul Bettany. Okay, yeah. Starring Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Um, but... I so, like, it sounds like such a British name, though. Bettany. Yeah, it does. Like, that's not a name you hear in America. Yeah, I was thinking about today, like, how some names just get shortened in, that, in uh-huh. like, other cultures, and that's kind of weird, kind of cool. Especially, like, in the U.S. Like, yeah. Giovanni would be certain to... Johnny. I was thinking about Giovanni Versace. Anyways. <laughs> um... My name, Megan, has been shortened from Margaret. True. Yeah, Megan came from Margaret. What'd your name come from? I think mine is the full name. I'm Jillian. I think if you wanted to shorten it, you would call it Jill. 
But, um, wait, I was going somewhere. I wonder what, what your long name should be, Juliana or Juliana. Juliana. Just add some spice. Okay, and yours can be Meg- Megana. Megohina. <laughs> uh, my friend calls me Megano. Because apparently that's Megan Spanish. Oh, cool. Well, anyways. So, oh, I know what I was going to say. So, Wanda has been, like, a minor character in the Marvel movies that came out in the 2010s, right? She started off in... Julian. Age of Ultron? Yeah, no. Yeah, it was Age of Ultron. So Wanda has made an appearance in Captain America the Winter Soldier, Avengers Age of Ultron, Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. She's also going to be in the upcoming Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, Wanda has been a, a, a smaller character in all of these, and people knew her from the comics as the Scarlet Witch. But in one division, we really go into her, her backstory, some of her powers, and like any superhero, she's very interesting and has a really cool backstory. So the show starts out, we are in the 50s, and it progresses with each show through a decade. The wardrobe changes, the scenery changes. And help, maybe. So there's kind of like two stories going on. There's the story of Wanda's sitcom, and then there's the story behind Wanda's sitcom. As the show goes on, we slowly learn that Wanda is controlling everyone in the show. And at first we think, oh, is someone controlling Wanda? Is someone hurting her? But then we figure out Wanda's the one pulling the strings with her magic. Yeah. And then after that, we figure out that Agatha actually had control of her magic as well. So, like, the thing is, so it goes back and forth from being a sitcom and, like, maybe, like, a more generic Marvel show with our three. Except the main characters are not superheroes in the marvel in the regular universe world that's not westview they're monica um jimmy woo oh yes and then darcy and they are very they're very they're not they're not superheroes they're just kind of like really interesting like really cute they have like a cute friendship and they're just you know there's trying to figure out the mystery there's a subplot with these three characters and who will come into bigger play later who are trying to figure out the mystery of what's happening within Wanda's fake sitcom. So, uh-huh. and then we figure out that basically there's like these walls and Wanda has taken control of this town. No one can get in. And if you go in, you go into whatever decade Wanda wants her sitcom to be in at that time. And the people are trying to solve the mystery. Some people are trying to get in to destroy Wanda. They think she's too dangerous. And once we learn that it's real people, I think I really, I was like, Wanda, th- this does seem kind of, like, dangerous. I'm not it sure. Was, it, was, it was, we have acknowledged that that was not good. Because Wanda 
the whole point of Wanda is like, is she a villain? Is she a hero? Mm. It's like she could be like it's kind of on the edge here, and in this she is, she's the protagonist, but she is kind of like it's like it kind of depends on who you're looking at it from. In her mind, yeah, she's the protagonist, and she's just the hero in her own little sitcom. But to all these people, she's the villain. And to Agatha, she's the villain. To, you know, all these... Yeah, she's the villain. Kind of. To these people. But, like, it's like... There's not just one side to the story. Yes. So, I wanted to really go into that flashback episode we had of Wanda when she was little. So... In this episode, we go back and we see that Wanda had a great love of sitcoms when she was pretty young. And she lived in Russia. Mm -hmm. Wanda lived in... Well, she literally, she lived in Russia. That is true. Yeah, she lived in Russia and she lived there when there were a lot of, there was attacks, there was bombing. She, and... Sitcoms were like her safe place, which is why later she goes back to them and makes everybody join her own sitcom. But she, her, her place gets bombed and her parents both die. Her and her twin brother. Mm-hmm. No. Pietro. Is he the, her twin? Or yeah, just, they're twins. Yeah. They survive. Now, Wanda, at this point, realizes she has powers. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but is I'm unclear. Was it did was Wanda born with powers and then she just realized she had them, or was it because of the accident that she got her powers? You're talking to the wrong person, Joel, because I am not a Marvel expert by any means. I really am not. So there's not a clear answer on where Wanda got her powers, but we do know that she has the ability to put people. In a place where they believe they're in a nightmare. She can also fly. She can create things. She created her own. I was very confused on this. She created her own sons. And at the very. On the last show. At the very end. In the credit scene. You can see her performing some magic. Reading the. What was the name of the book? Um, I don't know if there was a name. It was the book of the damned. The book of the damned. She was reading that to try and learn how to bring back her sons and vision from wherever they have gone after the end of the show. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't really know. Um, let's see. I just, I really like that it was Doctor Strange because he's my favorite. Yeah, Megan's I favorite. Like, so I'm more into the magic aspect of the Marvel Universe. More so than, I guess, maybe the, uh, what I was saying, so, like, I liked Doctor Strange because I thought it was cool how they were, like, using magic, but I feel like it needs to be expanded on more, and I think they're gonna do that in the next Doctor Strange movie, and I'm really excited about it, like, and Thor as well, Thor is also one of my favorites, which is kind of magic, it's, like, it is magic. It's very interesting how the Marvel Universe combines, like, Hulk, who is, like, supernatural but not really and captain america they're both it's kind a of very interesting from, like, mix between like science fiction and a little bit of fantasy if you think about right. it like, like like there's you've got witches and magic you've got greek mythology 
legend. You've got artificial intelligence. And then you just got, like, Batman people. Super rich people. Like Tony Stark. But they all have something to them that makes them special. And makes them a hero. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the characters in WandaVision. I want to start with Wanda's, like, posse and then work our way out. So first, obviously, we have Wanda. From the loss of Vision, we realize as the story comes full circle at the end of the show, it takes us back to the beginning of the story where she's she thought they were going to bring be able to bring vision back to life right yes but then they realized well no she thought that she could just keep her being westby and she could just sit there and they'd be happy because like vision was all like oh we're gonna grow old together or whatever but then they didn't get to no i'm talking about like before the story remember when she went back did when they were building him she thought she was going to be able to see him again I'm, I'm talking about when they were back in that white building and no. they were building the whole situation they were just taking part of parts. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Wanda realizes that she's not get vision is completely gone. There's no way she's gonna be able to get him back and she wants to bury him. She just wants to be done with it. But the people are like, no, this is a really expensive technology, we're not just gonna bury it in the ground. And Wanda gets really upset. So she storms out. She she goes to this old town where she it's very sad. She realizes that Vision was planning for them to build a house for her there. She falls into like serious grief and then creates this whole reality where she builds a reality that she wants with the perfect husband, the perfect town in the sitcom that she loved when she was a kid. Like right, because right. like I think it's kind of like your brain goes back to something that you know felt familiar and felt like home to you, and it wanted like I think she wanted to she wanted that when she was a kid she wanted to have that life and that family. So if she can make that happen, she why not make it happen? So she wanted to be a part of those worlds that she was able to see when she was a kid. Definitely, yeah, it was part of her, her grieving, which I think we've all done that where we use, like, shows or something as, like, a form of escape, but, like, this is, like, it's, like, another level. It's, like, you right. literally are escaping into the, this whole other world. It's yeah. Like, and like so I watch these shows and it gives me comfort and it distracts me from something that's causing me pain. But for her, like, she really is like, right. It was very unhealthy for her to just jump into it, not even knowing what she was doing, really. Yeah. And then she creates this whole reality that's actually affecting a lot of real people. Yeah. And I, I think deep down, she knows that it's not exactly right, but she, she needs this comfort. So she's willing to push past that in her mind. She thinks that it's okay. Next up, we have Vision, who is 
beginning part of it, I thought he was a good character, but I didn't realize how. So we have Wanda. Uh, so, hey y'all, um, this is editing, I'm, this is Megan, I'm editing right now. So, um, basically, for the rest of the WandaVision segment, the audio is just completely messed up. It's just unlistenable. So, that was a good about 26, 27 minutes of audio that we lost. Um, so, that's all we're going to have for the WandaVision segment. I'm really sorry. There's not really a way I can recover it. So, we're just going to have to move right on to the what's going on in the world because of that um uh i'm sorry i feel really bad about it but like i don't really have a choice so yeah um this past sunday oprah did an interview with megan markle well, actually, now she's Megan. Hold on. Their formal name is Prince Harry and his wife, Megan, the Duchess of Sussex. I thought they weren't royal anymore. Well, here's the thing. So, um, about a year ago now, there was a thing called Megxit, where Harry and Megan decided that they wanted to leave the royal family, and this resulted in them not getting their titles being taken away as well as their funding for their lifestyle their um communication was definitely um stopped hold on hold on hold on come on So, I wanted to talk about some of the points that Megan hit on in the interview. She was... When it was announced that Megan and Harry were going to have a child... Did you guys know that I have the same name as her? Yes, we did know, but it's it's spelled spelled differently. By the way, if you spell Megan with an H, who are you? You're Megan Markle. We need to talk. That's just so sad. But, so, <laughs> um, Megan talks about in the interview how she was subjected so- to some racist things, especially from family members who were concerned. Yeah. About- I-, I don't blame her for wanting to leave if that was on the table. Right. Um, yeah, people being concerned about what skin color the baby was gonna be, like, saying- Because that matters. Right. What will the kids look like? That just seems... That's definitely uncalled for. And... mm, Yeah. Kind of racist. Um... The royal family did not correct the tabloids when they were telling false or incorrect or racist things about Meghan. Especially during the publicity they were getting... When they got married. 
Um, Megan references a specific example where the tabloids reported that Megan made Kate Middleton cry about a bridesmaid dress that Kate's daughter was supposed to wear, but actually it was Kate who made her daughter cry, not Megan. What, what happened there? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, we, we want the details. That's what we need on the next episode of The Crown. But anyways, um, basically a lot of false things and obviously, okay, like magazines and tabloids are just gonna try and get the most clickbait worthy story. So it's gonna be hard to control all the things, but the royal family doing nothing to defend a lot of the false things just seems a little bit cold, you know? Yeah. Um, they were cut off financially, and okay, these people don't actually have any real jobs, so they need money from somewhere. Um, and they need to get obviously, they're famous people, they should probably have security for them, for their new baby. But they were pretty much, they were left without, um, funds. So, I mean, they had funds for a little while, obviously, like, Harry's personal things, but the the royal family basically just kind of cut them off after they decided to leave. And it kind of, it really does show a lot about them and the way they are and how they take change and different things, because obviously- Diana was the first real change in the royal family in a long time. She brought something new, something more real and personal to the public. People could relate to her, people really liked her, and Harry, her son, also with Mary's Meghan, who they both bring this to the table, a more real version of the royal family who seems more connected if that makes any sense but yes um the interview was super interesting it was on 60 minutes i'm not really sure where you can find it you can probably find it on youtube yeah probably on youtube we'll link it if we can find it there's good reports on it as well if you're more interested in it and the, the dynamic between Harry and Meghan was super interesting. I know the Daily, the New York Times podcast did an episode on them. If you want to go check that out. I think it's called Meghan and Diana. Um, it was really interesting. So we're going to go into how being a teenager sucked this week and how it was good. I'm going to start with my sucky part of the week. So, as y'all know, corona times, stuff goes down. I am part of a organized sport at my school. Well, that sounds really... Part of a sport at my school. And we go to workouts every day after school. We're around each other. We try to wear masks as much as possible, but it's really hard to wear masks when you're running, so sometimes we have to take them down. Anyways... We figured out that there was a person who was at our practice that had COVID, so a lot of people got quarantined. Now, I was not at this practice because I was at band rehearsal, but a lot of the people who 
were there are now quarantined and they're having to miss their volleyball tournaments which is super sad but um and i my my friend who did really good at her competition um is not going to be able to play in a tournament this weekend because she's quarantined and it just sucks to miss these things now because of corona which i know a lot of people have had to give up a lot of things and it's sad but it really does suck when you have to miss this stuff and you really have no control over it my bad was that i had a bio test and i was really really stressed about it do you want to elaborate <laughs> i was just really <laughs> was like stressed five words. um i think everyone can relate to having a test maybe that like you're waiting for i'm so worried like i know i'm already worried about our end of term exams and that's literally nine weeks away and i'm already worried about it but you know what's that saying don't worry about it worrying about it twice is not productive or whatever there's uh, no saying about yeah that. there's there's a saying that says worrying is just having the bad thing happen to you twice you know like, what? just don't think <laughs> about it or you'll have to live through it again and again. You should just live through it the time that it happens and not worry about it. But it's hard not to. And having a big test just, you know, it's not great. Um, My good was that I finished this third quarter with all A pluses. Woohoo! Which is good. If I can get all A pluses on my next quarter... Then, stop. Anyways, I finished my third nine weeks with all A pluses, and I'm super duper happy about that. I worked really hard this nine weeks to keep my grades up and where they should be. So I'm really, really excited that that's how this finished. My good is I made an A on the test. That you were really worried about? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Anyways, guys, I hope you guys have a great week. Please tune in next week for a super interesting episode. Yeah, the Grammys about- is going to be super, um, it's going to be a super good episode. And I'm just really excited about it. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>